Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via a text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome. Penny for your thoughts on a Friday, last Friday of the month, of the last month of this year, of 2018, December 28th. Looks cold out there in downtown Champaign at our studio locations. Great to be with you today, however and wherever you might be listening here today. Glad you're with us. Happy New Year as we get ready for 2019, which in itself is hard to believe. 2019 is ahead. And this is my uh, last uh, day this year working in this particular studio. Of course, we've got the ball game tomorrow, Illinois and Florida Atlantic. And then on Monday, there will be a Monday morning quarterback show, but uh, Scott Beatty will be hosting that with Lauren Tate. And then New Year's Day, there will be no uh, penny show per se. There will be some special New Year's Day programming. And then back at it on Wednesday. So for the calendar year of 2018, this is the last show of this particular uh, type. For me, anyway. The uh, phone number, you heard Gene give it. It's uh, 356-9397. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line is always available, 3515-357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. 43 degrees for the high today. We've been in the mid-30s, low to mid-30s most of the morning. Lots of things to touch on today. This first hour is going to be similar to both hours yesterday. We'll have open line time. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss of concern to you, whether it's national or local, certainly you can do that. If you want to just wish everybody a happy new year, you can do that. That's the beauty of the open line. It will also sprinkle in here and there some segments of uh, some of the my favorite interviews of the year. We had a you know a lot of open line time, but also a lot of guests during the course of the year. And we'll sprinkle those in during this hour today. A lot of news nationally. The president, uh, Associated Press reports today, this morning, in the last hour, the president threatening to shut down the southern border if there is no funding in a bill coming from the uh, House of Representatives and or the Senate. What you have to remember about this is the current session of Congress, they go in two-year segments, this current session is going to finish up. So whatever the Republican House did, they added the $5.7 billion for construction of the wall, if you will. So you've got two different versions, one in the Senate that doesn't have that, the other one in the House that does. Well, that all is not going to matter once the new Congress is sworn in, the new uh, House of Representatives, of course, with Democratic leadership next week. So what are probably going to happen is that the Democrat in the House then, the leadership there, well, they will put together a bill that will not have the funding in it. They'll send it eventually to the White House, and what will happen likely is the president will veto it, and then we're kind of back to where we were again, square one. So that's what's going to happen in the next week in regards to the wall and everything else over the holidays. And, of course, the uh, shutdown is what in day seven. So that continues. That's been a big national story. Wild day on Wall Street again yesterday. Way, way down. 
and then way back up again. I think they finished up a couple hundred points yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Wall Street today. A shelter director, back to the border for a moment, shelter director in El Paso, Texas, says they've served 1,300 people in the last five days. And I was reading an El Paso newspaper story about ICE officials having released several uh, migrants at a uh, bus stop, bus station there in El Paso, several thousand or at least a thousand plus in the last few days. Some new laws in the state of Illinois. We'll talk about those. I think you'll find those pretty interesting. Some are a little odd. Some are more um, what you might expect when, when it comes to new laws. There is a new most admired women by Americans, according to Gallup. We'll tell you who that is. Of course, we're coming up on the start of the new year, a lot of New Year's resolutions. There's a poll out about uh, what those New Year's resolutions will be. Of course, uh, a lot of them have to do with losing weight or exercising, but how many of those are actually kept? Numbers probably won't surprise you there. A lot of bowl games. Wisconsin in a bowl game for the 17th straight year, and they won their fifth straight bowl game last night. Jonathan Taylor, over 2,000 yards in his career. Former Illini running back, runs wild in a bowl game. We'll tell you about that if we get a chance. Of course, men's and women's basketball. The women play Indiana tonight. The men play Florida Atlantic tomorrow. So open line time in the first hour. We'll touch on any or all of that or if you have something else you want to bring up. Would be interested to hear if you happen to see, and I tried to go to the movie theater yesterday uh, to see, I think it was a World War One documentary uh they they had uh, colorized it uh, it was been in black and white or silent they added a bunch of different features to it i think the bbc was a big part of that they shall not grow old it was about world war one uh tried to get down to see it it was sold out so if anybody saw that if you have a report on that you can share that second hour is uh, flashback friday we'll tell you what the topic will be towards the end of the first hour here today we're at 9-11 here on DWS. Let's go to Carl here to start us off. Good morning, Carl. Good morning. Um, I was, I've was i seen an interview with Dick Van Dyke about his appearance on the uh, in Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. And here you have a 91-year-old man, well, 91 at the time, who jumped on the table and did a tap dance. <laughs> that was a big scene. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think Lauren could do that? Lauren Tate? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he could, well, think, but the question is, do we want to see that? Well, we have <laughs> seen him tap dance in columns, but anyway. <laughs> so you, did you go to the movie? Have you seen it? No, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, unfortunately. Yeah. I remember seeing the original when I was six. Okay. And I laughed like crazy, but that's... Well, anyway. I'm seeing a lot of pictures on Facebook of people that are in the, in the theater or at the theater going to see that. So, Yeah. Uh, by the way, you said yesterday was cold. I tried yeah. to look up the temperature yesterday for last year at this time. Yeah. I think it was about 30 degrees colder. Is that right? Yeah, well, than it, it was yesterday. If you're right, you're right, because I'm looking at it today. The high is supposed to be 43, and last year it was 17. So, you're right. So we shouldn't be complaining about cold. No, it was just kind of when it's rainy and it's windy that that makes a double uh, double whammy, I think. Okay. Anyway. All right. Thank you, Carl. So, okay. Bye. Hey, happy New Year. 
Appreciate it. We're on Penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. We'll get it all started here. Carl was our leadoff hitter today. Who's number two in the order and number three and on down the line? We'll continue after this on Penny for your thoughts. Coming up on the end of the year. Glad you're with us on Penny for your thoughts. 3569397. You can text us. Three five one five three five seven. That's the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. We thank them for their sponsorship of that all year. And of course, you can uh, email us as always. Talk at wdws.com. What's on your mind today? The end of the year coming up here in twenty eighteen. Got a few uh, notes on some resolutions that people normally make. Also, a uh, list of uh, new laws. And our newsroom has been uh, breaking all this down. You can uh, go to wdws.com, and they'll have more in the days ahead on a lot of these. But uh, I was just kind of scanning a sampling of new Illinois laws for 2019. And some of these are pretty straightforward. Uh, There's a three-day waiting period for all gun purchases, not just handguns. That'll take effect in 2019. High school students can get an unlimited amount of college credit through coursework starting in 2019. And uh, community colleges must enter into a dual credit agreement if a school district requests it. That's a new law. Uh, If you have some youngsters, kids under age 2 must be in a rear-facing seat. Kids over 40 pounds or 40 inches are exempt. So kids under age 2 must be in a rear-facing car seat. Remember, they used to all face forward, right? Kids over 40 pounds or 40 inches are exempt. Again, these are just some of the uh, new laws for uh, 2019. Uh, Doctors must give homeless veterans a free copy of their medical records. And doctors must get three hours of training of safe prescription of opioids. All right, here's an interesting one. Hunters may wear blaze pink to stand out in the forest. But it's usually been orange, right? Hunters may wear blaze pink to stand out in the forest. And uh, carnivals can have their permit revoked, new law in 2019, if they don't do background checks on their employees. This law stemming from the 2013 killing of a man in Farmer City by two carnival workers. And this one I found interesting. Gym memberships cannot be more than one year and cannot cost more than $2,500 for gym memberships. Contract must also be in writing. That's a new uh, Illinois law starting in 2019. There's a whole list of them, WDWS.com. And our newsroom will be doing more on this in the days ahead. But those are just some of them that jumped out at me. All right, let's see here. What else is uh, happening today? Uh, Chances look slim for ending the partial government shutdown. Yeah, no kidding. Anytime soon. The Senate was gaveled in yesterday at 4, only to be adjourned until 10 a.m. Eastern on Monday. Of course, lawmakers are back in their districts and in their states for the holidays. They've been told they'll get 24 hours notice before having to return for a vote. The uh, president vowing to hold the line on his demand for money to build a border wall. So not much happening on that front. 
Also, only two trading days left in December of 2018. That may be welcome news to dizzy investors dealing with the ups and downs of the last month. One day after an over-record 1,000-point gain, the Dow Jones went down yesterday as many as 600 points by the afternoon. But then the Dow finished up over 200 points. The uncertainty of the partial government shutdown, that's part of it. There's, I think there's a lot more to it than just that. has been partially responsible for the latest gyrations. And uh, was 2018 not all you hoped it would be? This is in uh, Times Square, I guess, today. You know, they have the big celebration there, New Year's Eve. But today is the time to say goodbye for the past year at the 12th annual Times Square Good Riddance Day. <laughs> People are invited to the crossroads of the world to shred, discard, and destroy bad memories from 2018 in a mobile shredded shredding truck. Well, there you go. Got an opportunity to do that. All right, 356-9397 is our uh, phone number. You can touch on any of those topics, or you can you can be serious. You can not be serious. You can bring up something national. You can bring up something local. You can bring up something impersonal. You can bring up something personal. All of that available on an open line. Our second hour today will be Flashback Friday. We'll tell you what the topic will be here in a little bit. What we did yesterday a little bit was uh, go back and review some of our uh, my favorite interviews. We did several during the year, but there's just a few that I really, really enjoyed. Enjoyed them all, but uh, kind of stood out to me. One was uh, earlier this year, uh, back in October, around the time of homecoming at the uh, University of Illinois. Scott Altman, who has been on multiple Space shuttles during the course of his career as a fighter pilot and also as an astronaut. We visited with him on October 12th on being in space, what that was like. And here's how uh, that conversation went. This went uh, oh, four or five minutes. There you go. So tell us about your first space shuttle flight. Well, tell me about that. What was that like and what did you do? So I was the pilot, which meant I sat in the right seat. Actually, NASA had calls the guy in the left the mission commander, and the guy in the right is the pilot. He's really the co-pilot. But back when they did Gemini, they said, well, we don't want to call these guys co-pilots. They're, you know, high-power high, high power, uh, test pilots. So we'll just call this guy the mission commander, and he'll be the pilot. He won't even know he's the co-pilot. <laughs> so... I sat in the pilot seat, and it's kind of funny because you look at what the pilot is responsible for, and he's got the hydraulics, he's got the electric system, he's got the reaction control system, he's got the orbital maneuvering engines, and uh, all that is are the systems he's in charge of. Meanwhile, the commander, steely-eyed veteran sitting over in the left seat, he's got a thermostat. Hot enough for you? Cold enough? <laughs> But uh, actually, there's you know a good balance of, of what you do. But that first launch... You think when you're training that the simulators are all really, really good. You feel like you're on a mission until you're actually on the pad and the shuttle main engines light up and the thing is shaking. And you're like, well, that's a little more than the simulator. And then five, four, three, two, one, boom! The solid rocket boosters go off. The thing's rocking and rolling. You're like, whoa, we are not in a simulator anymore. <laughs> and it is quite a ride. Up. It's going up. It's going up. Yeah, yeah you're hanging on. Yeah. Well, you were on four missions, and STS, there's ST, what is that? ST that stands for the uh, Space Transportation System. Okay, so, so you're on STS-90, this is Neurolab. That was my first. Yep, in 1998, STS-106 Atlantis. We went to the space station before anybody lived there and got it ready for folks to live on. So I got mm -hmm. to do exciting things like uh, take off la launch restraints, uh, install a treadmill, and actually I was the guy who installed the toilet, so... 
Were space really? plumber. Yeah. So it's still working? <laughs> it's still working, yeah. <laughs> STS-109 Columbia in, Mar- in uh, March of 2002. And uh, then STS-125 Atlantis. And this was what we were hearing when you were going up. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1. And liftoff of Space Shuttle Atlantis. Final visit to enhance the vision of Hubble into the deepest grandeur of our universe. Bypass across the board, scooter, no action. Houston now controlling Atlantis on its way. Atlantis on its way, all three engines now throttling down as the area begins as the vehicle passes through the area of maximum dynamic pressure. Atlantis, Houston, no action on the MPS H2 out P. Houston, we copy, no action. Atlantis, go at throttle up. Okay, that was what it sounded like on our end. Well, it brings back a lot of memories yeah, there. That yeah. uh, that was quite a ride. That was the one mission that had a master alarm go off right at liftoff. So the moment the a solid rocket boosters lit, I got a, a warning, bomp, 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 in my head and had to make the call to the ground that we had a failure of our one of our flight control systems. <laughs> Well, that would worry me a little bit. Well, it's something you see in the simulators all the time, but you expect on flight day that everything's going to go without any problems. And then uh, right after that, we had a problem with one of our helium sensors that looked just like it would in the sim if they were about to fail an engine on us. So I talked to my pilot, and I said, okay, what's the next worst thing that could happen if we lose an engine here? We'll do a return to launch site abort, which means flying backwards at Mach 5 through your plume until you slow down enough to head back. It's really a dynamic maneuver. No All right, that was, uh, was that was Scott Altman, who yeah, that was Scott Altman, who was a U of I grad, astronaut. He was back for the uh, homecoming parade at the University of Illinois. That parade, by the way, wound up being canceled because of the weather. If you remember that, back in mid October, one of the um, and I'm still hearing him a little bit, Adam. I don't know what you got there, but anyway. Um, the other part of the interview that I found interesting with Scott Altman had to do with uh, he was involved in Top Gun when they uh, when they buzzed the tower. If you remember that, Tom Cruise and company. And uh, here's what we asked him about that when it uh, what he said when we asked him about that particular part of the, his life. You eventually uh, were a fighter pilot, right? I did. Uh, Flew F-14 mm-hmm. Tomcats uh, in the Navy. Uh, before I went to NASA. And there's a Top Gun story in there, too, right? We'll, uh, we can talk about that a little bit. Well, that was a lot well. of fun. Uh, I get just gotten back from my first cruise, and the word was the movie guys are in town to make this movie. And uh, our airplanes were available, and the skipper picked four pilots that he thought he could trust to have fun but not do anything really stupid. And uh, so we flew the movie, and it was a, a blast. Now, I will tell you, the Navy charged Paramount $7,600 an hour for the airplane and $23 a day for the pilots. <laughs> so that was your you cost. You know where the money was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so now I'm told you were the when they show the scene of Tom Cruise wanting to buzz the tower, 
That, so, was, that was you. I did get to buzz the tower as part of that, uh, which is something as a regular Navy guy, if you say to your backseater, hey, Goose, it's time to buzz the tower. When you land, a staff car pulls up, and a guy gets out, and he rips your wings off and says, go home. But because it was for the movie, I had to buzz the tower. And then they said, we want to make sure we get it on uh, screen, so would you mind doing it nine times? I was like, yeah. Nine times. That was uh, U of I alum and astronaut, multiple uh, shuttle missions, Scott Altman, one of our uh, favorite interviews of this past year. Let's take a break. News headlines coming up at the bottom of the hour. And back with more Penny. Your thoughts here as we work our way through this Friday after this. Back on Penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Open line time here this first hour. And then we will have flashback Friday. And then that will be it for me for this calendar year. We'll have Monday morning quarterbacks, Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate on Monday, and then we'll have New Year's Day programming, and then back on the 2nd with Scott Bennett, state senator, the Democratic side, and his uncle Tom Bennett, the Republican in the House for the state of Illinois. That'll kick off our new year in 2019. If you ever needed collision repairs, maybe you backed into your mailbox or your neighbor's mailbox, or you hit his garbage can, or you hit somebody else, well, the uh, Gallo Miller folks are there to help. Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair. Dave and Bill are absolutely hands-on in their business. They truly care. A couple of decades in business, multiple uh, thousands of vehicles they have fixed and gotten back to the factory safety specifications. They know the collision repair business inside and out. Big thing is when you have an accident or something like that happens, A, you're really mad at somebody or you're mad at yourself. So you got to get your mind slowed down and then give the keys to Dave and Bill, and they will take care of it from there. They'll deal with the insurance companies. They'll uh, stay in touch with you and uh, follow the progress of your vehicle. Do you need a paint job? They can do that. Free estimates are always offered first. They're located the south side of I-74 between the Neal Street and Prospect exits. I pass them every morning on the way to work. It's very a very attractive building. You can go to gallomiller.com for more information. Just uh, reach out to them. Keep them in mind. Gallo Miller, if you ever need any vehicle repair done of any kind. One of our sponsors. Our thanks to them here for being with us in 2018. We are at 930 News Headlines with Tim Dittman. More on all of our stories of the day. Maybe another interview or so from this past year. And we'll just kind of uh, have a free-flowing half hour. And then it'll be Flashback Friday at 10 here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Here's the news. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WTWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WTWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Welcome back, Penny, for your thoughts after the news update. Glad to be with you here in this half hour. Open line time. What's on your mind today? We just kind of open up the uh, forum here to uh, whatever you would like to discuss. I've thrown some topics on the table. As we usually uh, like to say, if those topics don't interest you, you say, well, i got really nothing to add to that, you can bring up another one. So you kind of drive the uh, show when you uh, have an open line time. Second hour will be... Flashback Friday, our last one of this calendar year. This has been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun doing it, and we've really enjoyed it. And we got one more here for this year, and then we'll start it again in January, again at the end of the month, the last hour, the last Friday of the month. 
couple of, uh, well, one text came in, says, hey, what happened to my Miami Hurricanes yesterday? Well, Wisconsin ran over them. That's what happened. Jonathan Taylor, 205 yards and a touchdown. The Badgers ripped the Hurricanes. They scored on their first drive of the game. The Badgers did. And then uh, the Badgers picked off a pass on the uh, Miami Hurricanes' first play from scrimmage, scored a play later. Jonathan Taylor had runs of 39 and 41 yards. He topped 2,000 for the year. Miami's quarterback threw three interceptions before he was replaced in the third quarter. So Jonathan Taylor in the pinstripe bowl with a big day. Wisconsin wins its fifth straight bowl game. Also yesterday in the Texas Bowl, Baylor 45-38 over Vanderbilt. Charlie Brewer with a 52-yard touchdown pass broke a tie with just two minutes left. In that ball game, Keyshawn Vaughn, former Illini, ran for a pair of Vanderbilt touchdowns, set a Texas Bowl record, 243 yards rushing for Keyshawn Vaughn. And Duke has won the Independence Bowl. Daniel Jones, a pro prospect, threw for 423 yards, five touchdowns, in the big win for the Blue Devils, 56-27, their route of Temple. And a Clemson defensive tackle, Dexter Lawrence, suspended for Saturday's College football playoff semifinal game against Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl. Of course, those games coming up, what Alabama and Oklahoma, Clemson, and Notre Dame in the Final Four. Some more bowl games today. This is also the anniversary, by the way, 1958 NFL championship game, often called the greatest game ever played, the Baltimore Colts. Yes, they were in Baltimore, of course, at one time. Uh, Johnny Unitas, Johnny U, led his team to a 23-17 win over the New York Giants in the sudden death overtime. And it was 10 years ago the Detroit Lions lost to Green Bay to go 0-16 for the year. The 76 Tampa Bay Bucks with those creamsicle uniforms, went 0-14, had been the last NFL team to complete a season without a win. They only lost 14. The Lions went 0-16 on this day 10 years ago. 3569397 is how you can join us. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. Cloudy, cold day today. As our uh, one caller mentioned earlier, last year on this day it was 17 degrees for the high and 1 degree for the low. So I guess 33 or 34 degrees isn't too bad, right? We'll take it. Let's go to uh, Stan. Hey, Stan, good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Have you had a great holiday, I hope? I hope I did, yes. I hope you did, too. It was okay. It was much better than last year. Last year my mother-in-law died. During the in December, oh, well, and that kind of made it a tough month for my wife and I. I bet. Yeah, I'm sorry but, to hear about that, but but anyway, I a lot of times when I call, I'm, I I uh, complain about the uh, lack of uh, open line time sometimes. But I want to thank you for replaying parts of that inter- interview with Scott Altman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a true American hero, and and uh, we need more people just like him. I think in this country. Oh, he was terrific. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that, talking to him just both on and off the air. It sounds like he would be a great guy to talk uh, to. Uh, he's, and like I said, he's a great American hero. I think that he and I could uh, get along quite well with. Um, and uh, I guess that's about all i got to say about that. 
on the other hand, I don't want to disappoint my fan club out there. Uh, okay. <laughs> we had we had President Trump going to Iraq a couple of days ago, and he, by the way, is up to seventy five hundred lies or falsehoods. Uh, I think a falsehood is a lie, but he's up to seventy five hundred of those things now in his. Uh, career and he was so full of lies in Iraq that it's incredible and the part of the problem with that is people in the military are in a in a information bubble and they don't get to hear anything close to both sides of, of most issues uh, but one thing he did was uh, um, I hate to use the word treasonous but it certainly was a national security disaster because his uh, photo op with the troops, which was which was an illegal photo op because he talked politics with people in uniform, and <clears throat> then the the people that he, that were in uniform were members of SEAL Team Five, and there has been no public announcement of deployment of SEAL Team Five to the Iraqi theater that that I've seen. SEAL Team 6 is normally the SEAL team that operates in Iraq, but apparently SEAL Team 5 is in Iraq as well uh, because that's the group of people he met with. So once again, he's, uh, and, and then he goes to Iraq and refuses to meet with the Prime Minister of Iraq. I mean, why don't you just tell all of our allies, like you're doing the Kurds, that uh, they can pound sand? Yeah, I did find uh, it. I did find it. Work. I did find it interesting, and you're right. I did find it interesting that he a did not meet with the Iraqi prime minister, and I I was reading some of the, um, I guess Iraqi newspapers or in relation they were upset that more or less that a U.S. president, regardless of who it was, showed up like Iraq was kind of the 51st state. You know, they didn't really um, since we're technically, I mean, we're there, but we're not really there supposedly. Um, Right, you know, but right. That, that was kind of interesting to read that. Trump is the worst president this country has ever seen, easily. Uh, a lot of people thought it was Andrew uh, Johnson because of this handling of the Reconstruction, uh, but it really was, or really is. Uh, and some people say it was uh, the president before Lincoln, I forget his name, that uh, didn't stop mm -hmm. the uh, secession before it happened. Patrick Buchanan. But, uh, yeah. Buchanan. Yeah, not, not Patrick Buchanan. Uh, James Buchanan. <laughs> James. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah. I think Patrick Buchanan played basketball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Stan, have a good new year, okay? You too, Brian. Thank I'll you. talk to you again. All right. Thank you. Appreciate Bye -bye. it. 356-9397. Yeah, I was reading some of the Iraqi reports. And they just got a new prime minister either elected or who has been someone who's been a bridge between the Sunnis and the Shias. And they were a little upset. I guess they maybe they were just doing it for political purposes or histronics or whatever, attention. But they were upset that the president came in as if Iraq was part of U.S. territory. Although there is a base there, and we have been there, and a part of it had to do with ISIS. And there's a lot of different reasons why troops are there. I mean, they're obviously there. But um, it did stir a little controversy. I, I don't, you know, you can agree whether you can agree or disagree with 
stand on whether or not he should have gone there, but uh, it did stir up some things in that part of the world. So we'll see. Uh, but I know the troops that were there seemed to be happy to see him, and that was that was pretty obvious. Uh, let's go to uh, Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Good morning. Hi, Brian. I just wanted to respond a little bit to Stan. I didn't even hear the whole thing, I'm afraid, because mm-hmm. I was kind of doing something on the phone. Um, but um, I read about this, and, and the SEAL team, if they had been undercover or anything, they would have been dressed like natives. They wouldn't have been dressed the way they were dressed. They were not hiding or anything. They were not undercover, and uh, they say if they were, if they had been, they would have worn long beards and they would have been dressed, like I say, like the natives. Mm. And President Trump went over there to see our troops. And the thing is, the funny part is, while he was doing, while he was on his way over there, nobody knew. People were saying, complaining that he didn't go to see our troops when he was on his way to Iraq to do that. Mm. So, I mean, they were complaining about that at Christmas time. Well, I'm always interested how those things work because uh, the press has to be notified, obviously, that he's leaving, but they can't say anything about it. And so I'm always uh, interested to see how that works because it's been kind of a tradition when a president does that here recently, the newspapers can't report that he's even there until either he's about ready to leave or he just left. Well, they kept this really undercover because they were worried about President Trump's security. Mm-hmm. They were very, very concerned. In fact, now they're saying they should have used a um, um, a non like a, a a different plane, like a not air not Air Force One, if they'd really because they couldn't really hide it as well as they planned. Because some people detected it and reported that Air Force One was was. Um, over Europe and whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw the picture. The one guy in England, I guess, recognized the, um, I don't know, the plume or the the trail in the sky looked different. Mm-hmm. He was an expert on that, and I guess he took a picture of it and eventually wound up with CNN. Yeah, it's kind of too bad that he did that because mm-hmm. because they were really really worried about about uh, you know security. Evidently, there have been a lot of threats, and and they were. You know, trying to keep it quiet, and which is, I think, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So, thank you very hey, much. Thank you, Zoe. Have a good New Year, okay? You too, Brian. Yep. Merry Christmas. Yep. Yep. Bladed. You too. Bye. Yes. Bye bye. Thank you. That's Zoe. Three five six nine three nine seven nine forty six. Here at DWS, we're talking about the president's trip to Iraq. Here, that's evoked some talk. Uh, back to the phones here to Mike. Hi, Mike. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. I have a question I'd just like to put out there to uh, whoever might know something about this. There was a documentary movie this yesterday was one of the dates at the Savoy and at the AMC called They Shall Not Grow Old. It was made from 100-year-old film from World War One, and has been reprocessed to look like it's a modern-day film. And my wife and I were very disappointed because when we tried to go, both theaters were sold out. It was only there for one performance. It was on the 17th and the 27th. And obviously we went yesterday and it was sold out. I wondered if there's any information out there that might let the community know if there is another showing being scheduled. Yeah, because I had the same issue yesterday, Mike. I went down to see it and it was sold out. And and I should yeah. have, I guess, you know, I didn't know how. I knew it was showing only one time on a couple, you know, a couple of screens maybe. But I, 
I was exactly. thinking, I guess I should have planned ahead and ordered online, or but I just thought, well, I'll just go down and buy a ticket. And I got down there, and they were announcing it over and over again. Sorry, it's sold out. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, it seems to me there's a lot yeah. of interest to see it more if somebody would want to do that. Yeah, I'd love to see it. And, and if anybody out there, maybe a theater manager or anyone who works there, has any knowledge of it, I'd certainly appreciate it. If uh, we could know about it, uh, unlike you, I was very disappointed I couldn't see it. Uh, so anyway, that's okay. all I have today, but hey. uh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Happy New Year. Uh, you too, buddy. Thank Bye. you. Three five six nine three nine seven. Yeah, the movie it was called, or documentary, They Shall Not Grow Old, presented in 2D and real 3D. Uh, it was recorded a uh, special introduction to the film. Peter Jackson recorded a special introduction to the film, which he called his most personal, offering his perspective on why the film was important for audiences who have never experienced World War I footage as anything but grainy black and white and silent. They shall not grow old. Jackson opens a window to the past in a way that's never been seen or heard before, noting restoration is a humanizing process. The screening will be immediately followed by special content offering first-hand insights into what went into the groundbreaking feat of research, filmmaking, and storytelling. The acclaimed documentary is an extraordinary look at the soldiers and events of the Great War, this is World War I, using film footage captured at the time, now presented in a way the world has never seen, utilizing state-of-the-art restoration, colorization, and 3D technologies, and pulling from 600 hours of BBC interviews, that have been in archives. He puts forth an intensely gripping, immersive, and authentic experience through the eyes and voices of the British soldiers who lived it. They shall not grow old. It was shown yesterday and also on December 17th at the Savoy Theater and uh, went down there. And again, that's my fault. Uh, should have got it earlier, I guess, but walked in and said, uh, they said, nope, we're sold out. So I, I was hoping to see it. If anybody did see it, can fill us in on it, or maybe there is a... Um, theater manager out there that can tell us if they would show it again all right 950 here at dws uh let's go to greg good morning greg morning brian <clears throat> uh i just kind of wanted to respond to stan a little bit I, i'm a veteran myself and i was in iraq a couple of times between 2003 and 2008 and uh we're definitely in this day and age we're not in a bubble um, we have internet access. Uh, the second time I went, we actually had, were allowed to have our own cell phone. And, uh, so, uh, you know, the world's very connected now through the internet and, uh, you know, people still have their own opinions. I mean, life isn't uh, other than being in a war zone. Uh, life isn't that much different. Um, and as far as the president uh, and his trip over there, I I think people are missing the point that the trip was to visit the troops during the holidays. It, it wasn't a diplomatic trip. He didn't go over there to meet with the president of Iraq. And for all you know, anyone knows, we may not really be happy with the outcome of the election. Uh, Iran has a lot of influence over there, and. This guy may be a puppet uh, of Iran. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it's hard telling. Uh, I, I think it's not our our concern. I think we need to get out of there. I think we need to get out of Afghanistan. And, uh, you know, I applaud what the president did uh, pulling the, 
you know, troops out of Syria, I, I think we need to bring our, our guys home. Uh, and I just, that's, that's the opinion of a, a veteran. That's a, a view I hold. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with so, pulling it? They announced about pulling out of Syria, uh, maybe yeah. Afghanistan. What do, what do you make of all that? Are you for that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, just, I, I don't see what, what further we can accomplish over there. I mean, if the, the people are going to have to decide their own, their own future. You know, that's not something we can do for them. So, hey, Greg, thank you for the call. Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Brian. Yep. You too, and your family. All right, you appreciate got, it. Got, all right, all all the best. Thank you. Three five six nine three nine seven. We go to Doug. Good morning, Doug. Yeah, good morning. Well, I'm going to second what Greg just said. He was right on the money. I mean, we absolutely need to get out. One thing I had, and I spent too many Christmases in a war zone, and by the president going in there, he put himself at extraordinary risk. He put the troops at extraordinary risk. When I was in Iraq in the Christmas once before, they had him come over there, and we were scared, yeah, exactly, that we were going to get hit in a massive attack if any word got out, because no matter how long you try to hide the president or a dignitary come in, that gets out, and you're at extraordinary risk. And the idea that uh, he has any authorization or justification to go into a sovereign nation without an invitation is just flat wrong. Hmm. That was the uh, what I read in some of the Baghdad papers and coverage in Iraq. Was that, that's what they were upset about, was that it was like, um, even though it was our air base there, it was, uh, and it may be for political purposes inside Iraq, but they were upset about the sovereignty issue, is what you just mentioned, was that, they felt like it shouldn't have been done that way because it was the U.S. president just kind of rolling in to their sovereign nation. So, well, it's not our it's not our air base. That's one thing we need to get understood. We mm-hmm. went in there and we took it and established it now without justification from the beginning. And I mean, uh, Greg was absolutely correct. I mean, he said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Thank you, Doug. Have a good New Year. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Brian, and yep. thank you for everything you've done this year. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you, Doug. All right, and let's take a break. Back with more Penny for Your Thoughts. News Talk 1400, Flashback Friday coming up here after the top of the hour. All right, 958, real quick, uh, what is the Busey advantage? Keep and manage all your accounts in one place with five lines of business, personal, mortgage, Commercial, cash management, and wealth management. Busey is local. That's an advantage. Conveniently located near your home and office. A large network with more than 60 banking centers. 30,000-plus surcharge-free ATMs. Whether you're down the street or across the country, their online and mobile banking services at Busey allow you to carry the branch with you. Put your trust in Busey's history of strength and service. They've served the needs of our community for over 150 years Busey is ranked in the top 3% of commercial banks nationally and consistently rated five-star superior by Bauer Financial. That's the highest rating awarded. They've been a great sponsor for us this year. Look forward to 2019. Benefit from the Busey Advantage today. Visit any Busey location, 1-800-67-BUSEY, or visit Busey.com. All right, our flashback Friday for the last hour, the last Friday of this month. What's the best Christmas gift you ever received? Best one, or alternatively, maybe one that you didn't enjoy so much. <laughs> maybe one of the worst ones. But best Christmas present gift you ever received. 
whether you were young or older, we'll take them in the next hour. On WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, the news next at 10 o'clock. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And we're on the Friday program today, pending for your thoughts, the last hour of the last Friday of the month, the last Friday of the year of 2018. Time for our Flashback Friday. Our question today has to do with the best Christmas gift or your favorite Christmas gift you got. We just opened a lot of presents here the other day. Hopefully you did at your house, at least a few anyway, and uh, maybe you gave some great gifts or whatever, but uh, the best Christmas gift you ever received. We'll take those here today. If you have one, you say, well, I don't know if I got the best, but I remember the worst one I ever got. You can do that too if you like. Uh, but uh, we'll open up the phone lines for that, 356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Uh, one leftover text, Stan's fan club, because Stan mentioned his fan club. Uh, one texter said, the only part of his calls I hear is when Brian greets him. Uh, but that was a member of Stan's fan club. Good to hear from Stan and everybody else. want to wish all of you a happy new year as you uh, join us here at the end of 2018 and move into 2019. Had some open line time the first hour, a flashback Friday today. Uh, we bring in usually a couple of people to uh, kind of prime the pump here. And first up is Tim Dipman. Hello. our newsroom. Best Christmas gift you ever received. Well, if you remember the Home Alone movies, uh-huh. uh, Macaulay Culkin's character had that little device called the Talk Boy. Yes. And it allowed him to record his voice and then distort it back to do uh, <clears throat> some hijinks. Mm-hmm. So I watched those movies when I was a kid, and I just had to have a Talk Boy. So I got one for Christmas when I was uh, very, very young. Mm-hmm. And I immediately took it out of the box, popped a cassette in, and went around and interviewed all my relatives. You know, this is Tim with the Talk Boy. Who are you? Tell us what you got for Christmas. Yeah. And I actually recently found that cassette tape from all those years ago and went back and listened to it. So that was a pretty cool memory. But I was... I was in love with that device. That was kind of the way to document my childhood. Mm, from Home Alone. From Home Alone, yeah. the talk boy. Wow, talk boy. All and right. I think there was also a talk girl at the time. Yeah. They branded it, co- co-branded. <laughs> that probably, wouldn't fly, probably yeah. wouldn't fly today. Probably not. And uh, Karen York is with us, you, our office manager. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. I cannot believe another month. Really. Yeah. Has gone. It seems like you just did this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, what? You're doing Back that? Back to this it's again. Not, it's not the end of the, oh, it is, yeah. and the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Another year flew by. That's right. So the best, best Christmas gift that Karen York received. As a child, it would have to be my kissy doll. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I got um, my engagement ring. Before it was a little bit oh before Christmas, but both was well, you know, people used to do that. Now they do all these dramatic type of yeah. presentations and you know, <laughs> big productions, big productions by the ocean, <laughs> yeah. on the by the ocean, on the ocean <laughs> floor. Yeah, give you like a ring, that. and mm-hmm. you know, so anyway, yeah. yep, engagement ring. Yeah. Wow, so that was that's very special. Yeah, so, and what was a kissy doll? It was, a, it, I still have it, it's a doll that you would put their arms together and it would give it kissed 
it make the lips, the lips would, would pucker, come, uh-huh, yeah. and it would kiss. <laughs> and I still, I still have it. It made it through really a lot of years. <laughs> I think I got that when I was probably six, maybe, mm. and held on to it. Held on to yeah. it. I know. My mother held on to it for a while, which is even more amazing because she got rid of everything. Yeah, I think the worst. I mean, as as you get older, I mean. You need socks and underwear as you get older, okay, <laughs> or ties or whatever. Right. But I know as a kid, if you opened a box of underwear or undershirts or whatever, you're like, really? Right. It's what I get. Really? You can buy that in June. You know, I don't need that for Christmas, but. Get it for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> or now, something like that. I don't know if I've had any worst. I'm sure there were. I've just blocked yeah. it from my memory. <laughs> there was. You know, something, I, I got a bracelet from my grandmother mm-hmm. once, and my name was spelled wrong. Really? Yes. How was it spelled? K-A-R-E-A-N. Ooh, I goodness. still have it, but, uh, and I don't know if that was really, <laughs> she did that a few times, though. I had a few things that were misspelled. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how she really wanted my name spelled, or if somebody just messed that up. You know, when I was uh, growing up, I had uh, an elderly woman next door who would always babysit uh, myself and my brother's. And uh, back when I was uh, a kid, the Chicago Bulls were at their peak oh, and sure. all the rage. Mm-hmm. So I would go on and on about the Bulls. And uh, this woman, Lila was her name. Well, you know, she was old. She was kind of hard of hearing. And so, you know, she asked me one day, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, oh, something Bulls, something Bulls. Well, she heard Bills. Oh. So on Christmas Day, I got a Buffalo Bills pillow. <laughs> and it's... Okay, Oops. thanks. You know, I'll still use it, but Bulls, Bills, two yeah. different teams, two different sports. She was well-intended. Right. They, right. Yeah. Her heart was in the right place. Yeah, that's right. All oh. right. Thanks, guys. Sure. Oh, you're welcome. Right. Tim Thank Dittman, you. Karen York with us here. Happy well, New listen. Year. Happy New Year to you. Okay. Well, great to hear from everybody. All right. Here we go. We'll open up the phone lines and the text lines here. Let's get it started with Rick. Hi, Rick. Good morning. Good morning. My first uh, best and only Christmas gift. 51 years ago, my first wife delivered the first baby to me, so he's 56 years old now. Well, nothing nothing would top that, I wouldn't think. <laughs> so did was it pretty close listen, to I'll, was I'll to, was it pretty close to midnight when it happened or was it later in the day? Uh, no, it was it was on Christmas Day. Okay. Uh, I'm forgetting in the afternoon. Yeah. Wow, what a, what a gift. I'll listen, to, I'll, listen, I'll listen to the rest. All right, thank you, Rick. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Yep, Happy New Year to you, 3569397. Our flashback Friday today, just best Christmas gift you remember as a child, or maybe you got one as an adult. Did you get a new car in your driveway with a big bow on it? I want to hear if that really happened to somebody. But what the best Christmas gift you got, or alternatively, if there was one like you know Tim told about the bill, you wanted something from the Chicago Bulls, and he got the pillow from the Buffalo Bills, that'd be disappointing. But any gift is a good one, right? All right, let's go back to the phones to Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. I have to. I had to uh, laugh when Karen said um, the uh, kissy doll because I was thinking that when before and i still have my kissy doll so i know karen she'll have to we've never discussed that before she'll have to you'll have to tell her (laughs) well you'll have to have a tea party or something we might we might and i still have my doll and it's i can see it sitting right here in one of the bedrooms so (laughs) yeah 
It was a fun doll to get. <laughs> kissy doll. Well, that's two kissy dolls for today. Yeah. That's, that's it's awesome. A kick out of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Nancy, and I uh, hope you. you have a good New Year, okay? Thank you. You thank bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Three five six nine three nine seven. A kissy doll. There you go. Uh, Jim says, from Muhammad, he says, my best Christmas gift ever was Evil Knievel action figure with his Harley and a ramp. Evil Knievel action figure with his Harley and a ramp. Now, that's pretty cool. Used to get those little Hot Wheels cars, too. I don't know if we ever, if we got like maybe a whole set at once or one or two or three. But those were pretty cool. Anyway, best Christmas gift ever or worst Christmas gift that you remember. We're taking those today. Flashback Friday. It's the last hour, the last Friday of the month. And we'll continue this into 2019. I've got a lot of good feedback on this uh, during the course of this year. So we'll uh, keep it going here with your phone calls, emails, and texts. Keep those coming and humming here today. We'll take a break. Back with more after this on Penny for Your Thoughts on a Flashback Friday. Three five six nine three nine seven is how you can join us today. Penny for Your Thoughts. We're doing our uh, Flashback Friday. We started this back in January. I've done it the last hour of the last Friday of the month. We've done everything from your first car to... Uh, your first movie you saw in a movie theater. We've done all sorts of things. We'll come up with some more here as we go along. Today's, though, just happens to be about Christmas gifts related to the holidays. We just opened gifts, of course, a few days ago. And what's been your favorite gift all time? Maybe you uh, got as a child or maybe you got recently. We'll take all of those here on Penny for Your Thoughts on News Talk 1400. We're at 1028. News headlines coming up. Here in uh, just a little bit, mention the basketball tomorrow, of course. We have the Illini women tonight at 7 o'clock against Indiana. Illini men tomorrow at 2, kind of an odd start time, but 2 o'clock tomorrow. Our uh, game coverage, Illini game day coverage, uh, Scott Beatty at 12.30. And then Scott and Tim Dittman on the postgame show afterwards, taking your calls. And then we're at Indiana next week. I'll do the show next Thursday. Is that right? Wednesday, yeah, Thursday from Bloomington, Indiana. All right, back to the phones here. Uh, Kent, good morning, Kent. Good morning. How are you? Good, sir. I think the, probably the best Christmas present I got, or one of the better ones, was about five or six years ago. My wife got me one of those little Mantis two-cycle tillers uh, that weigh about 20, 25 pounds. You know what I'm talking about? I th- uh, Tell me more. <laughs> well, it's a little rototiller. A rototiller, okay, for the garden, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's like a two cycle. Uh, they're real lightweight, and they just run like crazy. You can just pick it up uh, with one hand, carry it. It's only about twenty two, twenty three pounds. And man, I'll tell you what, it'll beat if you've got a got flower beds or garden that's already been tilled one time. It'll beat that soil up into cornmeal consistency, just like right now. Use it for like you know, planting trees, busting the soil up, digging it out. The thing is just about as handy as a pocket and a t shirt for anybody who's a tiller, who's a gardener. And I've used it. So many times, I always think about my wife. Uh, it was a great, great present. From wow, me. really that, that that really is, and so it's really light too. Oh yeah, mm. you know it's got it doesn't have the big wheels on it. The time and you, it's got an edger attached. You can edge stuff just in no time at all, or or whatever. But if you look it up, there they're called mantis m a n t i s. And if you're a gardener of any sort, they're just really they're just like they're they're the nuts. They're great. Well, I ran a few rototillers when I was growing up, but they weren't light. I mean, they were like no. really heavy, like. 
if, oh, yeah. you know, if you didn't know what you're doing, you, the garden yeah, you did. basically would drag you around the garden. You're right. <laughs> now these are this is a totally different ball game. If you check it out there and you like doing that sort of stuff, they're just they're just superb. So hey, that's that's one of my best. Very good. Thank you, Kent. Hey, have a great uh, New Year's. You too. Thank you. Happy 2019 to Kent. Appreciate his call today. Uh, back to the phones here to Ted, just ahead of the news. Hi, Ted. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I guess I should have waited to call in. Uh, my parents brought me a 1967, I think, a AM FM radio from Underwood Jewelry Store in Villa Grove. And uh, we were, which takes me back to music. I would listen to WLS all the time. And then in the late 60s, we went to FM, and I'd start listening to WPGU. And again, it it took my interest to music to this day. I'm still interested in music. Uh, getting ready to head to Miami, Florida to see the Rolling Stones April 21st, and then to Jacksonville, Florida, and then to Houston. And just interested in music. I think that's when it all started. But uh, AM to FM, then we'd go to Bromley Hall to have Garcia's Pizza in the early 70s because they would advertise on there and Brought me to WDWS and still the WLS, uh, Larry Lujak, you yep. know, until he retired, passed away. But um, that's where it all began. Mm. So was uh, was an FM uh, radio not that common then? I mean, if you got them? I mean, because a lot of cars just yeah. had AM radio, right? I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This was in the late 60s, so it um, maybe been ahead of time. Just a little thing, little uh, radio wish I still had it but uh but it it spiked my interest in music and concerts and again I texted in yesterday I I was googling uh, uh a group called Status Quo Matchstick mm-hmm. Man if you'll Google or YouTube that it's it takes you back to sixty seven and again I was sixty seven I was eleven years old. Vietnam War was going on, blah 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 and just a good song. But I like all music. I can mm. go from any genre, from one to the other. I like music, and mm. I like concerts. and I like WLS, and I like WDWS, and I enjoy all types of music well, and radio. All fueled by a Christmas gift. We appreciate that. Yeah, well, possibly, possibly, and good, good disc jockeys and yeah. radio talk show hosts. <laughs> hey, Ted, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for sharing that, and have a happy New Year. Thank you, you too. Yep, you bet. All right, we'll take a break here for the news. Tim Detman, we got some more texts coming in. We've got some good ones I see up here. On your favorite Christmas gift of all time, and this can go back to the early years of your life or if it was more recent, but about a tiller from a, for a gardener from five or six years ago, that's a good one. Uh, so anything like that we'll take. Send it our way, and uh, we're closing out this year here with Flashback Friday. Here's Tim Detman with the news. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Hey, if you're thinking about looking at a house this weekend and you're wondering how much you can be pre-approved for, you don't know, well, gee, I I have no idea. Well, you can find out. You can get an idea. Here's what you do. You get a hold of Stephen Pam Starwald at Keller Williams. And in turn, they'll get you lined up with Damian Spencer at Fisher National Bank, 1710 South Neal. Now, Damian's an expert in the mortgage lending business. He's been doing that for a couple of decades. He's been working with Stephen Pam Starwald at Keller Williams for 10 years. 
And if you're uh, today's Friday, you want to go looking at homes tomorrow or Sunday, but don't know what size home, amount of mortgage you're eligible for, Damien at Fisher National Bank can get that information to you right away today. You'll have the information you need, and you can go out and style and know what you're looking for. When you need help transitioning from one home to another, whether downsizing, maybe your family's grown, upsizing, or you need a bigger home, Steve and Pam, with the help of Damien at Fisher National Bank, can help with the transition from one mortgage to another. Here's the number, 239-7156, area code 217-217-239-7156. Get in touch with Steve and Pam Starwald, and then they will get you in touch, in turn, with Damien Spencer, Fisher National Bank, 1710 South Neal in Champaign. They also have locations in Muhammad and Fisher, but uh, primary location where Damien, you can find him if you want to stop by and see him too. You can do that, I guess, 1710 South Neal and tell him we were talking about him. Thank him for his support on Penny for Your Thoughts here in the last year. So Damien Spencer, Fisher National Bank, find out what you're eligible for, what uh, you can uh, have the information you need in your hand, ready to go when you go out this weekend. If that's what you're going to be involved with, certainly you can do that at any time. 3569397 is our phone number. You can text us uh, Flashback Friday today. We're just kind of uh, closing out uh, the month as we typically do. In this case, it's the last hour, the last Friday of this year. We'll do it again at the end of January in 2019, but we've done everything from cars to favorite movies to all sorts of things. Today's topic happens to do with uh, since we just opened Christmas gifts your favorite Christmas gift of all time, or one that's pretty memorable, or maybe there was one you didn't enjoy as much. You can send those in as well. All right, uh, this one came in on the text line. says, my wife and I were just married and broke, and she knew I wanted a set of golf clubs. She surprised me at Christmas with a random assortment of secondhand clubs that made a set. Now, that's pretty cool. Also, a text line, one, it says, an original Nintendo. My dear grandmother made that wish come true. I hardly left my room for two weeks, except to eat, use the bathroom, or take a bath. <laughs> That's pretty good. An original Nintendo. Got to like that. It was on the text line, Castle Heating and Cooling, uh, 217-351-5357 is how you can join us on there. So just favorite Christmas gift or one that's pretty memorable or one that means a lot to you. We've had everything from... Engagement rings to kissy dolls to evil Knievel to assorted golf clubs. Children being born on Christmas Day. That's a pretty cool gift. All right, back to the phones we go to uh, Jerry. Hi. Hi, hello. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm looking for a, for a good new year and had a great Christmas. Well, good. I'm glad you did, and I'm looking forward to the new year as well. Well, I love the question, and I was just thinking, I think I may have one of the greatest, coolest Christmas presents ever. I was in the service. I hadn't been home for two and a half years, and my commanding officer, who was a lieutenant colonel, and he got me the last seat on the last plane that was leaving the Panama Canal Zone before the Christmas shutdown so I could come home and see my folks. Wow, what a gift. Uh, you betcha. And and it was such a big hurry. I had like 72 hours to clear post and get checked out of all the places. And I really didn't even get a chance to thank him, he and the sergeant major. But they came and saw me off at the plane, everything. 
know, but I was the last guy on the last seat on the last plane. So was that a complete? I come home and see my folks. So was that a complete surprise, or was it just uh, you'd been working at it and just it worked out that way? Well, I, I knew I was up for rotation. Mm-hmm. I knew I was due to come back to the states, and I even knew where I was going to be assigned. Uh, and I got to leave about about three weeks before I was scheduled to come back. Mm-hmm. He got me a seat on the plane, but it's just, <laughs> it was totally amazing. And then I. I called my folks in, in, uh, from South Carolina, and uh, I said, I'm going to be flying into St. Louis. Can somebody come and get me? There's no, there's no flights home. And it's like, yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> it, was, it was really, but it, yeah, it came as a really big surprise. But that was 46 or 7 years ago. Wow. Barely, I think I, yeah, I just turned 21, so it was about mm. 46 years ago. Boy, but, uh, the last the last seat on the the last seat on the last plane. Yeah, on the last flight out, <laughs> and I came home and and it was like I was still in uniform. That's back in the days when you didn't fly in civilian clothes, and it's like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> wow! But it is. It's one. Of, it's undoubtedly probably the greatest Christmas present yeah. I could have ever received. Yeah, I can see why. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. And my my folks are gone, so. You know, they were they were young and healthy, and mm-hmm. that was cool. But like I said, mm. it's almost fifty years ago. But wow, it's still probably the greatest one ever. That's that's a great I'm, story. Yeah, I'll never. I'm pretty sure I'm never going to top that. <laughs> I don't think so. That that hey, may be our you best. Have a great New Year's. All right, you too. Hey, thanks for the call, Jerry. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, buddy. Have a great one, and thanks for the show. It's great. Oh, it's nice well, and uplifting. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yep. All right, buddy. Ha- See you. Happy New Year. Three five six nine three nine seven. So you can join us here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Again, just taking your best Christmas gift ever. That's that's an awesome one. Last uh, seat on the last plane out for Christmas. That's pretty cool. That's right up there. Um, memorable as well. We had the uh, child being born on Christmas Day. I mean, that's uh, you can't. Those those are hard to top. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. You can text us. Castle Heating and Cooling text line. That's always open. Remember three five one. 5357, and you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Let's see, here's another one. When I was 11, many years ago, my only gift was a set of encyclopedias. <laughs> Your only gift. So memorable and so disappointing, <laughs> says Terry. Now, they had some pretty cool encyclopedias, right? I mean, this before we could just Google everything. You had to look it up. You had to physically get the book out. In some cases, you may have had to dust it off a little bit. Remember they had all the letters on the side, A, B, C, D, and there was a couple of times the letters like um, X and Y would be combined in the same volume, right, for the encyclopedias? Adam's looking at me like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I was watching a movie last night. They were talking about phone books. People use those still, I guess. I don't know. All right. uh, We're at uh, 1045 here at DWS. Another break. Back with your phone calls, emails, and texts on this topic. Best Christmas gift ever. Memorable ones. Favorite ones. Not so favorite ones. I mean, the old gift of underwear. It was like, really? I got underwear for Christmas. I got socks for Christmas. I guess if you really need them, it's good. But... um, That was always kind of like, oh, okay. 
I guess I'm getting older when I get those. Back after this, Penny for your thoughts. Flashback Friday here today at the end of December, my last uh, working day this particular year on this particular show. Of course, we work tomorrow with a basketball game. Illinois and Florida Atlantic with women's basketball tonight here on the radio. And we'll come back with more after this. 1048, 32 degrees, downtown Champaign. Just rolling along here through a Friday, our flashback Friday. Best Christmas gift you ever received, memorable one. We've had some memorable ones today. It could be a toy, it could be a gift, it could be anything. Trip home on the last seat on the last plane out before Christmas. Things like that, certainly memorable. Cloudy today at a high of 43 in our forecast. Uh, we'd like you to get your best sleep ever. And uh, you want to do that, you have to go to um, Luxury Mattress Shop, Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop, Big Mike, Big Mike Namoff, there to help you with his uh, dream team. Of course, that he coaches, but his dream team of sleep experts. He also has, everybody knows Big Mike. 30 years he's been a presence here in East Central Illinois. This is it furniture, but at Snooze, you'll find many luxury items. They're lifestyle adjustable bed frames. They've got mattresses you won't believe how good these mattresses are. You'll find many luxury items, carbon cool pillows. They have the great wall of pillows. Do you sleep on your side? Do you need a low pillow? Do you like a flat pillow? Do you like a fluffy pillow? I like a fluffy pillow. Do you sleep on your side? Do you sleep on your back? Do you sleep on your stomach? I used to sleep on my stomach when I was younger. Not anymore. But anyway, they can figure out. They've got the reveal machine, the pressure points. They'll tell you best way to sleep. I mean, So I just invite you to check it out. You will not find any store like this anywhere else. Luxury bedding, pillows of all kinds. They've got travel pillows. i got to check into that. The reveal machine uh, checks uh, where your pressure points are so you can get the right mattress and pillow. Soft and silky bamboo bedding, Egyptian cotton, hand-finished and tailored by Italian artisans, French linen from flax grown in France, Portuguese flannel, cotton blends and brushed microfiber bedding, all available. Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. Visit them. Country Fair Shopping Center right next to This Is It Furniture. Say hi to Big Mike and Christy and the entire team over there. And tell Big Mike Namoff, thank you for being a sponsor with us here on Penny for Your Thoughts in 2018. 10.50 here at DWS. Back to the phones to Daryl. Daryl, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Okay, thank you. A couple things. Uh, The best present I ever got, I think, was one of them electric football games where you line them up and turn it on and vibrated. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The most memor- uh, the one I remember the most is when I was in Vietnam, uh, I ran an R&R center in Vung Tau, and we had a, a bunch of orphan kids come out, and we gave them a Christmas party. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet, I bet they appreciated that. Yeah, they did. Hmm. Yeah. Well, those football sets, cool. I had one of those, and sometimes the players, if they're little um, – little whatever they were on the bottom of the players if they weren't bent the right way they just ran in circles <laughs> that's right yeah they did you had to bend them right so you went straight yeah could you ever get the could you ever get the quarterback to throw the magnet football correctly <laughs> probably not i yeah. don't remember but probably not <laughs> you could even kick it i think through the goal post oh sure right if, if you could yeah. do it right yeah 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 
So that's what I have. Well, those are great. Thank you, Daryl. Happy New Year. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Bye. it. Thanks for listening. Three five six nine three nine. Those electric football sets. Wow. I never could get them. You know, you'd you'd form your line. You had your offensive lineman. They would have their arms up like they were blocking. And a lot of times it just wound up being a rugby pile in the middle of your electric football board. And then if it started shorting out or doing weird stuff like that, then you really had problems. All right, 10.52 here at DWS. Back to the phones to Don. Good morning, Don. Good morning. My favorite gift was taken away from me. Now, this may not sound like much, but way back when I was a young boy back in the 1930s, to get fresh fruit at Christmas was a big deal because you didn't get fruit in the wintertime, and an orange was a real treat. Well, Mother would always stuff a stocking and make sure there's an orange in it. Well, a friend of mine came over for Christmas morning to you know, talk about presents, and uh, we were on the floor there, and my dad brought in this, this stocking. He said, Don, share this with your friend. Uh, his name was Junior. He said, and I, he poured it out, and there's my big orange, okay? Junior grabbed, my, grabbed the orange, and I said, give me that orange. And he, he grabbed it, and he started to kind of run away from me, and I, I tackled him, and I started to beat him up. My dad came by the front door where we were, and, Dad, what are you, what are you doing, Don? I said, Junior took my orange. And Dad said, what? He said, this is Christmas. You're supposed to share things. I said, but that's my orange. Well, my dad gave Junior my orange and spanked me and sent me off and said, Christmas is time to give. Well, that was a, always one of the best gifts to get fresh <laughs> fruit, especially an orange, and it was taken from me. So to this day, it's been over 80, over 80 years ago. I still remember what happened. Way back in the early uh, middle thirties. Wow! So you still that's 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 a Christmas story. Wow, that is a great Christmas story. And uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah, I I guess if you think back to that time, that there wasn't a lot of fruit around in the winter time. I mean, now we can just go get it all the time. But absolutely, and have an orange in the dead of winter was a real treat. Mm. So that's my that's my Christmas story. So have happy New Year. Hey, thank you, Don. You too. Okay. Yep. Appreciate the phone call. Three five six nine three nine seven. My uh, worst gift was my grandmother got me slippers, coffee, and a throw blanket. Now, what's wrong with that? Uh, it says I called it my the senior citizen kit. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Slippers, coffee. All I needed was a gift card to the hometown buffet. <laughs> okay. And my best Christmas presents were a Gilbert chemistry set. Together with a Gilbert microscope set. Oh, there you go. Chemistry sets. I don't know, are mom and dad's big fans of those chemistry sets? I bet, I bet that could get messy, maybe. Uh, Kevin, how are you, Kevin? Hey, I'm doing great. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yes, you too. So, uh, late 50s. Uh, I think I was around seven years old. I got a Lionel train set under oh, the tree. Wow. And the 50s, that was a big thing. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, um, you know, since then, when I started raising kids, I've always had train sets at Christmas, sometimes under the tree, but always train sets for Christmas. 
So did you Great. have a? Did you have? Because some people I know, we had a big table. We put the track on. Did you? Did you have? Right. A, did you have a table to run it on? Uh, back in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it was just one of those. You know. Uh, the the L scale, you know, the bigger one, mm-hmm. and just the you know the fifties track, and you just put it on the floor and watch it go around in a circle. Mm. Uh, didn't have the layouts. Uh, later, when I started raising kids, I put layouts, you know, out and stuff. But I always tried to get train sets under the tree, and I got one under the tree this year. Did you really? You know, wow! Kind of like the tradition. Yeah, get the train set under the tree. That's a great tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and kids love it. I mean, their eyes just light up, you know, at all the stuff you can do with them. Yeah, I've seen some stores, and I don't know, I'm trying to think if Cracker Barrel did this or other stores where they would have a train running around above your head while you were eating. Um, Yeah. And I can't remember where I've seen that or where that was, but that was pretty cool. It would just go over the entire store. So a big shout-out to Mark Thompson, Slot and Wing. Oh, okay. Uh, When my kids were little... They were paper boys for slot and wing for Mark when he was on Springfield. And so over the years, I was raising my kids. I was always in, you know, slot and wing. And Mark, Mark helped me through the years get it all done. So a big <laughs> shout, out, shout out for him, too. Yeah. Well, good. Well, hey, thank you. I appreciate it, Kevin. All righty. Awesome Enjoy. call. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yep. Happy New Year. 1057 here at News Talk 1400 at DWS. Uh, I'm told Curtis Orchard has the train up above. Okay. That's where I've seen it. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, 1057. If you have any last-minute ones you want to send in real quick, you can do that. We're down to a couple minutes left here in the show. want to thank everybody for uh, their contributions today and throughout the year. It's been a fun year. Started doing this uh, full-time, of course, filled in for many, many years, uh, over the years for Jim, and then uh, started last year, early January, and it's just been a fun year. Learned a lot along the way and uh, tried some different things. Some things work, some things don't always when you try something uh, a little different, but certainly uh, always enjoy the input from our listeners and run into people in the street uh, at different events and uh, games and so forth, and uh, just really, really enjoyed this first year. Looking forward to... Uh, year number two, and look visiting with you again in a variety of capacities, whether it's a studio and guest or on the phone or here on open line segments like we've had the last couple of days. We appreciate each and every one of you for being with us and listening here on Penny for Your Thoughts on News Talk 1400. Uh, again, coming up, our uh, programming, we have uh, women's basketball. We've got sports talk tonight, women's basketball at 7. We'll have that for you. Uh, Dave Lone, Mike's side for the Illini women. They'll take on Indiana tonight at uh, 7 o'clock. Also, uh, tomorrow, of course, the Illini men play Florida Atlantic. I think Illini wrestling involved in the Midlands up in the Chicagoland area, so they'll be busy up there. And, of course, all the winter sports about to kick in. Men's basketball tomorrow. We'll have that for you at 2 o'clock, 12.30, Illini game day coverage with Scott Beatty, and then Scott and Tim, of course, on the post-game show. Of course, the News Gazette's been covering all the holiday tournaments, all the high school uh, basketball, boys and girls tournaments that have been ongoing. So make sure you uh, check in to all of that and uh, stay safe and healthy. Next Monday, I'll be off. Scott Beatty will be in this chair. He will visit with Lauren Tate on the Monday morning quarterback show. We'll have special New Year's Day programming on January 1 and back at it with uh, Tom and Scott Bennett next Wednesday on January the 2nd. Thanks for being with us. 
Hope you had a great Christmas. Enjoyed visiting with you after Christmas. Have a great new year in the year 2019. And go Illini. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Brian Barnhart, Adam Austin, our producer, and this is WDWS Champaign-Urbana.